nine. Ignition sequence starts. Six, five, Welcome to the Alien Pro Podcast. It is December 10th, 2022. I'm Doug. I'm joined today by Dr. Bill. Hello. Amazon Prime is delivering a package to my door. Yeah, are you watching? I can see. For someone to steal. I can see I can see the delivery and the reflection of your your glasses. Can you see that? No. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, I can see the reflection, the delivery truck. You see how big the package is. What are you what are you expecting from Amazon? Is it valuable? I wasn't I don't order I order if it isn't a UFO book, it's, it's a UFO parts book. to it parts to podcast up. There's a couple packages. Oh. Debbie ordered something. Oh. Debbie ordered an actual book this week from did you have you heard of Mark and Brian? It's a like an it's a talk it's a, no. it's an AM show. So she no. follows a podcast about one of them. She bought an actual paper book. And normally she I've, does she does the uh she doesn't do she's actual a, books. She's I know a, you like act you like the feel of it that you like the feel of the paper. The pleasure that. of the paper. Yeah, there um I, I noticed that when I was out there for my when I was allowed to visit several years ago. When you're not allowed out here. It's your problem. I noticed that she was a big e-reader. I, I did that for a while. Well, I yeah, do man, read. She I, ordered a white, she ordered a regular book. And I'm on, really on paper? By the guy. Oh, I'm nice. Like, oh, Thanks. And so it got my curiosity up as to why she would do that. I was a little curious. But whatever. So how's it going? What's going on? Is there... it's, it's storming here, so I'm. So not missing anything. Something going on with it's, Debbie and the guy that the shock jock. Shock guy, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, something's going on there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the uh, it's the, storming. Uh, oh, you said it was windy. You had like really gusty it's 50 winds. Fifty mile an hour ga- gusts, and it's uh, it's raining pretty good right now. My pool's over, almost overflowing. So I'll have to do a super drain on it, maybe. But you know, like my. Pool pump, one of my pool pumps. You know, these are real problems for. <laughs> these are my pool pump went out. My pool pump <laughs> yeah. went out. It was the maid's day off. It was hell. Yeah, it's it, hell. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. Yeah, it's a really weird week. You know, and the technicians. You know, I had to go outside. My board when they fixed yeah. it. <laughs> like, oh, that's too bad. Well, they fixed it. <laughs> I mean, it my happened. automation. Went, Fixed it immediately, but it was, and that was pretty cool. Did you have to reprogram but, everything or is that? Yes. Oh, okay. That's a pain. That's <laughs> my a pain. guy, my, the supervisor that works for me did a great job. Little shout out. Um, he did, he fixed it immediately. He had an extra board in his truck and he just threw it on. Well, well it, it happens. Computers, computer so, chips are easy to fry. Yeah, it was an accident. It was just a weird accident. So it got fixed, but we had, he had to reprogram. He had to reschedule all the stuff to, when it goes on. Well, at least he did that. You didn't have to yeah. do that. That was good. I, I did a good job supervising, which is what yeah. I, <laughs> I like a homeowner just, standing over just them. shouting what at him. What are you him. doing? You're shouting yeah, at him. Yeah, what are you doing? You can have this fixed today, right? I want to use my spot tonight. You shout yeah, at him. It's, uh, it's, make sure you set yeah. the timers correctly. Um, yeah, I go inside, and Debbie's like, are we going to be able to use the spot tonight? And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to ask them if they're going to hurry up and get, <laughs> like, gonna, get it done. They're having a, they're having a bad day. I'm not going to make it worse. They're not having a good day out there. I'm not so going to make it worse. Like, this is, I'm not going to act like a freaking homeowner that they have to deal with seven times a day. Why not? So, it's a lived you know, experience. You know, they know that it's probably important to have my stuff up and running, and they did an excellent job at it. Okay. 
So have uh, you tested everything? What, uh, did you yeah, check for like leaks? All, all the people who work for me do an excellent job. Did you check the for leaks? Is your pool leaking? My pool's not leaking. <laughs> talk about anything about work that's <laughs> it <laughs> all right um i don't want i'm in a good mood so um <laughs> so we are we are being limited youtube is is limiting us because we're yes, shocking we're, because we're shocking shocking the, we said something shocking. i want everybody to know that's listening is that we were going to do some advertising on a platform and then we were shot down because our content was shocking shocking and i'm not quite sure i can't remember what was shocking it's like what are we talking about moon crap well we talked about the moon being hollow possibly and coming from another universe shocking bringing a civilization and then replanting them on the shocking we talked about the so this episode will not be Will not be shocking. No, we're talking about the episode that's being shocking. Oh, no, no, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Herculobus, which is a yeah, and that's going to make it bad. Nobody that's wants, shocking. No, we don't want that out there either. You know, people start they're going to start doing their astral projections. Yes, you know. So Herculobus, Herculobus. You want to talk about that? Herculobus. Yeah, let's start off on Herculobus. We've got that in flat Earth either way. So where did this, where did Herculobus come from? Where did you get this? Herculobus, where did I get it? Where did you get it? I got it from one of our YouTube followers. Excuse me, not YouTube, our Facebook at Alien Pro Podcast. You can see our Facebook. Facebook. We have our, put our episodes on that. And he sent me a a PDF copy of this book. It was a good 40 minute. Did you read it all? Yeah, I read it this morning. Yeah. How long did it take? How long did it take to read it? I don't know, an hour maybe. It's forty-five pages. It didn't take that long. It's a yeah, quick, but I, I was getting up I, I and doing it down things. About thirty, about thirty-five minutes. Yeah, I, I, oh. I, I got up and was up and down and I'd read it and stuff. It was a quick read. It started out interesting about how Herculobus is a gigantic red planet that's screeching, streaking towards streaking. Earth, and it's going to destroy, destroy the Earth, and that. I mean that's the that's the gist of it. It's going to destroy her. So, with that, it talks about um, that this person has seen people on Mars and Venus and what it's like to live there. It was uh, that cool descriptions. He he yeah. He, um, he really creative. he really slams scientists, which I think is a positive. <laughs> scientists are, can deny this with aren't their theories. You a scientist, you're a scientist, Bill. You think what is that good? Speaking of speaking of which, we um listened to a podcast of by Gary Nolan. And he actually yes. said most scientists are idiots with <laughs> the podcast he just did. <laughs> which you enjoyed. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Uh but uh, so much, this episode isn't gonna get yeah. sponsored either. Shocking. Shocking <laughs> scientists. And then shocking um, that you said scientist. Scientist. And then um I mean even it. Jim Watson in his book um that he wrote on on the discovery of the the DNA helix. His first his first sentence says that most scientists are stupid. Uh, so this this book I go. He spends a lot of time saying that scientists are stupid in this book, uh, which is fine. Good. Everyone has a right to their opinion because we live yeah. in a country where free speech is the first something of the Constitution. <laughs> no, it's not. 
What is? <laughs> they chewed us down. We only it doesn't apply to us, right? Doesn't apply to us. Doesn't apply to anybody. It's like, uh, oh my god, it's like the Twitter stuff where it's like the government, the the government is does not is not allowed and it's illegal for the yeah. government to interfere with the speech of its citizens in the United States. And uh, what's been coming out from Twitter is that the government was actively involved with people at Twitter to suppress speech, public speech yeah. in the United States in direct violation of the constitution. So our nice. constitutional rights are being denied all the time. And that comes up in the uh, flat earth thing that we just watched uh, yes. too. So we'll talk about that. But yeah, this was, uh, this was the guy that wrote this was Colombian and he was a Gnostic. I looked up his background this morning. He was Gnostic, and he wrote this, I guess, when he was near the end of his life. Is he dead? He is dead. And his the, physical body is His dead. physical body is gone. He has gone on in his astral projection. Uh, it's not bad. It's uh, There have been other people talking about these beliefs that they, you know, there's a planet coming to destroy Earth. And it's, it's the usual stuff. It's like, I'm really against... Um, the aliens coming to visit and preventing nuclear war or saving the ecology. Cause I'm a strong believer that the aliens couldn't, couldn't care less about, you know, it, the, uh, they might care about the you ecology, know. but they, the, the, you know, why would they care? I mean, if we blow ourselves up, it's like they got a free planet. So I think if, that, well, I don't necessarily agree, but free planet. I think they were here the whole time. And they're the whole time. They're inside the planet. It's hollow. We're in not not totally hollow, but they can get in. Hollow. And they've been here and observing for eons. Eons. I throughout I our history, I don't know. we've had them here. <laughs> and so now we're doing things that might possibly blow the entire planet up, and they don't really think that's a good idea. Then why? Know, and these guys, why know, haven't they, they came from the hollow earth? They, you know, why? And when civilization started, then they went inside. Why haven't they stopped our, our nuclear proliferation? Or maybe they have. Maybe they've been quietly working behind the scenes to reduce. Um, they're, they're responsible for the nuclear uh, weapons treaty with Russia to reduce our weapons. Yeah, of course they were. Although so, China, you know, China is really ramping up their nuclear arsenal. That's a good sign. And uh, yeah, that's not a good sign. <laughs> and then uh, I guess the rhetoric with our government has, uh, this is shocking and will be suppressed. It's shocking. This information will be suppressed. It will be suppressed. It will be suppressed. <laughs> that uh, um, I guess the rhetoric on the news is really toned down about going to nuclear war with Russia. Maybe, uh, maybe our leaders have discovered that the population doesn't like the idea as much as they do, which is shocking. Well, we don't really want to go to war with them. We just want them to be our puppet war over there. So we, we can puppet go war. to Ukraine. They'll just launch, you know, those, you know, launch stuff back and forth to, oh my to God. Ukraine and it's blow like, it up. And, it's and doing, what's, what's new in the Ukraine, Bill? Have I have no it? idea. I haven't looked at any of the news and I don't care anymore. And the, uh, the only thing I've heard is that Russia has um, uh, 300,000 troops in the occupied areas and the, UK army, this is from a CIA, former CIA analyst, the UK, the Ukraine army has been diminished to about 200,000 because of uh, casualties and, and whatever. 
probably That's can't. Still a lot. Well, at, when the war started, on paper they had a million troops. When they started the when they attacked Donbass or Russia, they were getting ready to. They built up to a million troops. Yeah. They were getting ready to attack the Donbass when the Russia did a preemptive strike, pre preemptive invasion, because they could they they attacked before Ukraine could attack the the Donbass, and Ukraine supposedly had a, a massive army of a million troops with all these tanks and all this stuff ready to go, and then Russia acted. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. We need to um, we need to enrich our politicians by laundering money through Ukraine. That is what is important. Getting our tax dollars, our taxes need to be washed through Ukraine. It's important. And this is shocking. Well, as long as I, we have Sh our priorities. Shocking. This is shocking. We must repress this. We're giving this. them money. We're giving them money. You know, and it's like, it's kind of funny because I was researching where you said, why did we stop going to the moon in the 70s all of a sudden? And then I was reading about it, and like you kind of insinuated, we don't really know. But um, there was yeah. too much, it cost too much money. It just cost too much money to go there. Yeah. We're not doing it anymore. Yeah, it's too expensive. We don't have the and money we for did, anything except yeah, we for... we did Skylab. Well, we converted to Skylab, Skylab after was a that. Joke. Well, we're, We've just had not a... gonna, we're gonna go into space, but just not quite as far. It's... You know, it's kind of, you know. The only reason I think we even have a space station jointly with the Russians, although the Americans and Russians don't haven't talked to each other on the space station for ages, apparently. It's like they have it's like the kids that fight over the bedroom, they got a tape down the middle of the thing or something. Do they really? Yeah. And an American astronaut yeah. actually um sabotaged, according to the Russians, sabotaged the escape capsule. Because this wow. uh, this astronaut was homesick, didn't want to be up any up there anymore, and took a drill and drilled a hole in the escape capsule, hoping to cause an evacuation from the space station. This is a report from Russia, so we're sending our best and our brightest. Um, but then the U.S. goes, "No, you're lying." And they're going, "Well, who else drilled our escape capsule?" <laughs> Did it really happen? You know, they, I, I mean, saw pictures. Just... I saw pictures of the hole drilled in the, uh, this... the hole. I there's saw a picture. Makita there. Yeah, sitting there <laughs> with fingerprints. Drill. They DNA tested the drill, and it came up with the uh, astronaut. That's some crazy stuff. The um, yeah. Wait, uh, okay, you know, I'm going to jump off, which I do. Jump off topic. Orion's topic. coming down tomorrow. Oh, on the 11th. Yeah, yeah. That's a short. I thought it was Why supposed to be a landing at night. <laughs> it's landing at 9:20 my time. At night. I don't know. And then they're supposed to leave it out there for like an hour while they run do systems checks and measure the they'll cooling. Float of... around the ocean. Yeah, there'll Maybe be a ship. They're sink. doing. They're yeah. They're going to do. Um, they want to measure heat dissipation of the heat sh heat heat shield and uh, how the temperature changes as it sits for an hour and do systems checks before they pull it into the uh, ship. I think it'll cool off pretty fast once it hits the water. Yeah, but they want to do, they want data. <laughs> they want to get the, because uh, what they said in the news conference at NASA is that the, um, it radiates a lot of heat internally to the capsule. Once it's, you know, it heats up, it gets yeah. up to, I don't know how much, thousands of degrees. and So it actually will retain heat, which will radiate into the capsule even after it lands in the ocean, which will cool it. 
but they want to measure the the amount of heat that radiates into the capsule and they want to keep it sealed and uh, get that data before they pull it in and open it up because I mean yeah they're doing a lot of, a lot of stuff they're doing with this stuff is to test systems they were doing something else when they um, something else with when they um, they were like maneuvering the um, solar panels and doing other odd things just to to see how the systems had degraded over time during the mission and um, so they're doing a lot of extra stuff just to get data on the systems and and I think they're they're pushing stuff a little bit because they want to see if they can break it so they did have a weird anomaly though where they had a bunch of um, Oh, I don't know what they are. There's like switches for that uh, power that communicate between different systems. And they have uh, like three out of four just went down when they were at LOS on the uh, moon. And uh, aliens. Aliens, yeah. When LOS and they had three of these four systems just went down. And so they had to like reset them. And they had the one system was still up. So everything was fine. And it's very redundant. But they're like, uh, didn't affect the mission, but they just had stuff that uh, shut down inexplicably, and they they want to try and determine what's going on with that, which is why you do these runs. They also just got excuse me, I'm belching up Dr Pepper. They um, oh, nice. They also got um, uh, they just announced the contracts have been announced for Artemis three and four, it's for the rockets. And Artem yes. Artemis 2 will be, I guess the motors for Artemis 2, the lower stage motors have been delivered, are being delivered to NASA as we speak. They, well, they're only in the, they, they, they're in the field right behind there. And yeah. Get them out and <laughs> yeah. they squirt them off with a hose. And, and you know, little, little WD, little yeah, WD-40 you know, and then, then put them yeah. in there. Yeah, well, you have to, you have to oil them up a little bit, make sure yeah. stuff's still just working. The, the and then they the just turbo. them onto the bottom of the, the, the rocket pumps. and you're good to go i mean why build a new one right i mean it's a little stupid well three and four i think they're gonna have to build a lot of the new stuff so anyway the contracts are set for artemis three and four well, and spacex then, is building the lander right they're not building the launch spacex and they... and uh bezos is building a lander they had to the lawsuits flew around and people cried and poopy their pants and so Bezos got a lander and uh, SpaceX got a lander. It's like uh, the I thought they didn't do Bezos. I thought they ended up blowing him up and saying, "No, we're just doing SpaceX." I don't know. I, I last last I heard they were doing. They originally blew him off, said SpaceX, and then there was like a lot of crying and gnashing of teeth, and probably lawyers back and forth. And I think they agreed to do uh, Bezos and SpaceX. We can verify that. No. I, I know the Pentagon we'll just we'll figure it out in like five years. Yeah. They said they don't build anything yet. The uh, it's like the Pentagon just got a massive contract for cloud storage. That's a good idea, and uh, they awarded it to uh, Oracle, Amazon, Microsoft, and uh, another company because they couldn't because all these companies, you know, are like suing or threatening to sue and and crying about it. But then there's redundancy in that, so that's fine. So they just awarded a massive contract for cloud storage, for the encrypted cloud storage for the uh, Pentagon, for worldwide communications. Well, good. Yeah, perfect. 
Uh, that's sort of, that's sort of the tech news. Okay, so that's at our Orion's. So anyway, back to this guy's book. VM uh, Rabuli. Sound, sound underwhelmed. So anyway, uh, yeah, it took me about 35 minutes to read it. And so it's a quick read, but it, you said this is something that's kind of been out there. People I have mean, talked about, yeah, talked about the strange planet coming in and, and doing things. It's It's been thrown around. Yeah. Well, it's, and then this astral project, anyway, so he visits this, he says he's visited Venus and Mars. And yeah. He talks about, we're not going to get into the details, but, and then he says that we need to do astral in order for us to survive the hit from Homo Globus, whatever his name is, the hit from Herculubus. Oompa Loompa. Red, or Oompa. red planet. It's called Oompa. red. I don't know why they call it the red planet because that's the red planet is Mars. So I don't know why. You, it's Oompa, it's red, Loop, Oompa Loompas or red Oompa planet. Loompas. Oompa Loompas or red. No, it's Herculobus Herco, or red Herco, planet. Herculobus. Herculobus. Well, I mean, there is a positive message to this. I mean, it's the, the usual thing. It's like, you know, uh, protect the environment. Don't, uh, don't nuke us. Uh, be a good person. So there's a definitely a positive message in this book. He doesn't like sex, though. You think you talked about on the oh, other planets that he... they don't have sex? They just said that they. That's not a thing with them because it's an ego. Because that destroys the, the fabric of the positive, vibe. That's Poe. The other planets. It's Poe. So you don't have that physical. You don't have that physical, type of sex there. Poe. Peace on Earth and purity of essence. Yeah, so purity of essence. You know, not crazy about that idea, but anyway. So um, purity of essence. That's from Doctor Strange Love. Poe. Oh, really? Yeah, purity of essence. Um, so you said that you you're familiar with the astral. I haven't really done a lot of research on astral projection. I know that's a you know. Well, you can also call it uh, distance viewing, like. Hal Pudoff, that physicist that worked with Bigelow and um, seems to be highly regarded with the um, Skinwalker early on and things like that. He says he can do astral projection, but calls it remote viewing. Yeah, I was discussing this week about how, you know, my, um, my let me see, would be my youngest son. He oh, thinks said, that it would, it would Loopy? be interesting. Th What's his name? He's, What's my youngest son's I name? I don't remember. Derpy. I'm not going to tell you. Floopy. I can't remember my kid's <laughs> name. Which one? I don't know which one it I'm is. I'm not going to mention his name on the show. Yeah. So anyway. Do you know his name? The, uh, Do you know his name? That... Do you remember his name? I can't remember his name. Yeah. I can't remember my son's name. So... um <laughs> I just say my youngest son. Yeah. So yeah. he believes that as he's going to sleep, you know how you'll have that weird in between, you know, your kind of mid mid dream sleep thing where you yeah. see where yeah. you, in your mind or whatever. You know, he thinks that's a different. He says that's, and it's interesting because he does. He's not a huge subscriber to our it's, our it's podcast not, vision. It's an altered state. That that's, yeah, the yeah. different dimension almost, you know. And I, so when, ever since he said that, when that go through that, I kind of, and you can think, it's like you completely can think about it, you know. And uh, 
By the way, I'll tell you about the dream I had about Steve, our friend. He did. Was it swimming in the ocean? Did it involve nudity? No. Well, I don't don't think so. Might have. I dreamt of you. I didn't see that part. He was in the ocean. I'm going to have to contact HR. Giant. (laughs) Going to have to contact (laughs) HR if you're talking about dreaming about your your people. Yeah, I know. So he had this jellyfish and had this big, long one of its things, whatever they call them, was you know probably because I went to the. You know, aquarium. The, the aquarium, yeah. But, so you had jellyfish. They have a brain. lot of jellyfish. I touched a jellyfish too, by the way. Do I don't know why they allow that? But probably because there's a lot of them. If they die, they don't care. Yeah, they so, get those. They get those swarms on the um, the coast, so it's easy just to scoop them up. So it's no harm. And they're yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. They well, it was kind of anyway. So he, I saw him swimming, and then the frond or whatever the thing was with its tentacle caught him and he got stung by this jellyfish and um so he's in the infirmary wherever this is and it's all white uh-huh in this hey, infirmary um, let me pause this for just a second i need to uh okay let me do this all right we're back yeah sorry the ceiling fan was squeaking it was driving me crazy it uh, i needed to turn it off Okay, so Steve's in the infirmary. So he's it's in all the white. infirmary. It's all white, and it's, he's laying in this, you know, on, on this bed. And there's this robotic voice that just keeps asking questions and giving him instructions. And it prefaced everyone by saying, "The adolescent this, or the adolescent should do that." The adolescent should do this. The adolescent. Yeah, it was like the adolescent. Like he's not, and I couldn't get my. It was like inside. I'm thinking, I need to say he's not an adolescent. Why are we? These why, AI. Why are we talking? These AI doctors are terrible. They're just absolutely <laughs> terrible. I mean, you can't trust them. So. So we won't be able. Where were we anyway? So anyway, we're talking about we're astral in. projection. So what do you? What's your read on astral projection? Because I know in the book it. In this book, it 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 tells how, and I'm going to actually tell how to get into astral projection. You know, and in, in, in beginning oh. to gain the true wisdom, which oh. is neither written in books nor taught in universities anywhere. Bill, oh, it's um, I think it has something to do with the gnostic religion, G N O S T I C. I think it has a tie-in with that. So, the author from what I can tell, was into Gnosticism. So this is part of that belief system, that religion. So, yeah, otherwise, yeah. I don't know. Um, I know my grandmother believed in astro projection because I remember asking her about that when I was a kid. And because I you know, saw something in one of her books. And she, the only thing she says is, that if you do astro projection... You need to make sure that you protect your body because when you're gone, something else can come in there and take over. That's weird. That is weird. So it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? What's going to take over? I don't know. She's like, something else. Demon. Something, yeah, demon's going to take yeah, over. Yeah, something else will go in there and take you over. You're gone. You're out projecting somewhere. <laughs> and then um, you something new is living in your body. So I've always been afraid of astral projection since she told me that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's well, a, that's, that was the book. So I haven't tried it. <laughs> well, it's got a thing that you, I don't know if you look, I'm sure you saw in the end of it, it says, 
you can do it by um, do this every night. Hopefully, you will do it every night. It's mantra, la ra s. This mantra is you got to roll the r's. So that how you roll an r? There you go. Don't just and stop. Just like stop. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> You afraid we're going to go into astral projection right on yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to launch, and then things will just get dark. Another at that mantra point. for projecting the astral body is fa ra on, and you got to go fa ra on. Keep doing it, doing it ten times, and then do it mentally, and then you will project. And then you can jump up, jump up a with meter. Little intention of floating, and then yes. you can float up and you're gone. And you do it. So try it. Gnostic church. It'll take you to the Gnostic church. To say Gnostic, so and yeah, the, the chastity yeah, he calls the chastity the um, energy of scientific chastity, poe, purity of essence. So, and you'll notice the inner father immediately to take you to the Gnostic Church or to place you would where you would like to know about. Do it daily as often as you can. Well, I mean, there's while you're working or wherever you are, and you will see the results. There is positive things. So it's basically you can take a positive message from this. He's saying meditate for improvement. You know, nuclear war is bad. Spiritual improvement is a positive, which is true. So there is a positive message from it. The um, but this is an unusual story. I was talking about early on when we started doing this. The a book Unbroken Promises about the Tallahassee Five or Pensacola Five or whatever whatever they were. Gulf Stream Five. Cold Spring Cold Spring Five. Gulf 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 Stream. Yeah. And they um Gulf Breeze. Gulf Breeze. Gulf, <laughs> Gulf Breeze Five. Those army guys that ran Gulf off Breeze. with yeah, some, that they and, died, abandoned their post. Yeah, it was a really weird story. Overseas. Um, they were over in Germany or something. Right over by the Soviet border. Yeah. And so I got the old border. And the um the before Germany was united unified. Yeah. So the the guy I bought the book, I bought a copy of the book that one of the the ringleaders of this Gulf Breeze 5 had written. And the guy that sold it to me was in Oregon, in Southern Oregon, and there was a spiritual center in uh, Corvallis or someplace like that. I don't remember where where it was. And he bought a storage room, I guess at an auction, that had the library from this spiritual center. And it also had a lot of pamphlets. And many of these pamphlets were talking exactly about this sort of um, spiritual communication type things. I was, All right. yeah, and we'll talk, I'll dig them out. I don't know where they are. Uh, they're around here in the pile of books and stuff. I was looking for them. I couldn't find them earlier. But that's not an uncommon thing that, that people, sort of the UFO story came about as since since we weren't actually seeing anything happening, all of a sudden you had people doing sort of a spiritual communication with aliens. Along with... Wow. Yeah. Was so, this a 70s thing? This, was this is a 70s thing. Okay. This... the. Uh, Hippie, well, a hippie. Or yeah, it's the hippie, the hippie stuff, and the um, go out oh, on the whatever, not go out on the 
whatever the commune or wherever yeah pretty much yeah where people are doing this in you know california and oregon the whole whole hippie spiritual stuff and one of the pamphlets the pamphlet that the guy sent that i was looking at he sent me a couple of them because he's trying he's got a ton of them and he's trying to encourage you to get you interested in buying more right i uh, was talking about the uh, the moon landing had just happened so like this this thing was going on about how this uh, spiritualist or or communicator was talking with space aliens in the upper atmosphere about the moon landing and the writing is on the level of of this book it's sort of a ramble but i'll dig it out i'll see if i can if i can find it i know i didn't get rid of it it's stuck here somewhere and i can talk about it next time we can talk about the communication with the space aliens after the moon landing which is topical well you know there's a lot of segment you know separated people that believe in the ufos and the aliens maybe we should start our own sect about you know unify all the people that believe in ufos and extraterrestrials because they're just so segmented and separated across earth we can start our own we can start religion (laughs) religion the ufo religion i'm sure there's already one out there well but (laughs) all the um well, well that that was happening there's a guy in switzerland that i have church ufo church there's a guy in switzerland that sort of uh developed a i can't remember his name but developed a, a spiritual church there was the guy at um uh, uh early on interesting he was the guy we talked about i can't remember his name near palomar at the base of the mountain he had a little diner and he um oh, was a Damsky's world thing. yeah damski he sort of built a spiritual movement around his thing many people have done it at different different times and some of the stuff is still like that i think the government with the has spent a lot of time with the negative component of of people believing in ufos and stuff like that so you had all this uh media manipulation that people that believe in this stuff are nutty so that discourages people from developing sort of a um like a church or something like that. Um, the, I guess the government spent a lot of time, in, as they do with many things these days, trying to prevent organization of people uh, to form a religion like Scientology and um, or that any... worked so- out pretty good. Yeah, it worked out, worked out good for many people. And the... Um, but I, there are active, you know, the... There's active forces that try to, to, in this country, that try to prevent anybody from stepping out of the um, the accepted thought belief systems or whatever it is. Yeah, I just, I was now, reading. Now is the time now to is the time. I was reading an article about these guys that were just trying to publish a comic book this morning. And it's a nothing comic book. And they were doing, uh, uh, it's just about a... Uh, uh, Hispanic vigilante on the border who it's it's along the same lines as that um, movie a comic book it's a graphic they're trying to raise money for a comic book and the um, for a graphic novel and the it's the same type of story as oh it just came out with that guy that did the the god he's done a this is the he's this actor he's that that scottish or irish actor that does all those movies about his taken like his daughter was kidnapped and i have this skill liam 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 neeson Neeson. 
Liam Neeson. He just did another one where he's like rescuing this. Always the same. Yeah, he was just in another <laughs> movie where the same movie where he rescued people. rescued a little boy at the border, and the cartels are chasing him around, and he's like a a marine sniper or something like that. I can't remember. I watched like ten minutes of it. Yeah, and this group, this these guys are just trying to publish a comic that um, is essentially a similar type story. Except the protagonist, instead of being a, um, a Scottish or I don't, I don't want to mislabel him. I don't know what Liam Neeson. He's Scottish, I guess. Don't don't tell the end. We don't want to ruin it for everybody. He's Scottish or Irish. I don't know. That's terrible that I don't know. But the um, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm sure he gets the bad guys in the movie. Uh, so this this people are just trying to do this comic book, and then somebody uh, started like in a campaign against them and got their um, fundraising things canceled. Um, oh, you're kidding. Yeah. And it's like they're, you know, and it's like an attack on, I want to say, you know, people of uh, artists of artist of, of, of color or whatever, but the um, yeah. they've really hammered. And then these organizations like these fundraising sites are just going along with the people that are attacking them. And, you know, it's, it, you know, and it's, I don't know what's going on with this stuff, but Twitter is like, is okay with them, the bad people attacking these creators and the, uh, the site, the fundraising sites are just going along with it. And it's like, you look what they were trying to do. And it was just like, it's a, it's, it's the same as this, it's the same plot as this movie with Liam Neeson, except instead wow. of a, a white guy as the lead, it's a Hispanic guy and they're shutting it down. And it's like, why isn't this, why, why, why they're attacking? Weird. I mean, yeah. And it's, of course it's, you know, it's weird. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. It's like, what are they doing? It's like, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing makes sense anymore. It's like yeah. it's like YouTube saying we're shocking, shocking, we're sho shocking. Or they put on one of they they tagged. I don't remember which one it was. They tagged. We were talking about COVID, I think, and they'll put a just little disclaimer. Call that. Oh no, it was the Kennedy assassination. Kennedy, Kennedy. Oh you yeah, mean, they didn't want that. We, we can't do that one either. Yeah, they didn't want us to do that one because we talked about the conspiracies oh, that are yeah. involved in the assassination. Yeah, if they and then um, we had one for COVID, and they actually put a little banner on COVID because we were and, talking shit about and, COVID. An area. Oh, that's yeah. that that comes up in the. Um, we should start talking about Flatlanders three. Okay, good. And let's uh, so Flatlanders three. They have a couple clips of there's like a congressman, yeah, questioning a YouTube executive or a Google executive and saying, "What are you doing about misinformation, YouTube. disinformation?" YouTube. And it's like, why does YouTube? care and he goes oh we're putting a banner up that says flat earth something or other why does you why, yeah. why does so this is directly against the first amendment of the constitution yeah that says the government should not interfere with free speech and so that's an example of the government directly interfering with free speech in a congressional hearing and youtube going oh yeah we're gonna do that we're gonna they're, why are they afraid that people are going to, um, I don't even believe or even consider the idea that the earth is flat? Why is that a, such a threat to the government? That's kind of weird. It's, it's insane. Yeah, I thought it was unusual. 
You it's know, it's... So it's like, why is it a threat for people to question the narrative on the JFK assassination when there is so much evidence that JFK's assassination was more than just a lone gunman? Why is that? I mean, that that is that could make sense. You go, okay, so this makes sense. Why that's a threat to the government, but uh, yeah. but Area Fifty One, who cares? Well, I think we actually mentioned that we thought the government might be involved. But still, you should be able to say what you want, right? You should, but... and and um, <laughs> yes, and the government was probably involved yeah. in the JFK assassination, and uh, JF, uh, J Edgar Hoover was being um blackmailed by the mob because he was gay i mean and so which is why he never <laughs> investigated which is why he never investigated the mafia so which is which is which is out there i mean there's people that have documented yeah. this stuff so it's just, yeah. it's insane um another episode we're not going to be able to shocking know, this is shocking shocking news <laughs> that the u.s government actively suppresses speech in the united states i can't believe that they yeah. do that and well, youtube anybody cares and youtube goes along with it so hello youtube so this one's not going to get uh you're not going to have any luck with this episode cheers well, i know just to skip over it so Shelly Lewis, friend of the show, mm -hmm. episode three of Flat. I always think it's called, I can't never find it because I always say Flat Earthers. It's Flat Landers. Flatlanders three. On Vimeo. Yeah, it's on Vimeo. So there's three episodes. It's the production <laughs> quality is awesome. Very good. I mean, they are off the charts. Good. Um, audio and the video is good. Um, so what do you think about this, though? I mean, the episode? We, um, yeah, I mean, well, the science, shall we say. The science. Um, excuse me. I got another burp. Um, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. I haven't had a Dr. Pepper in a long time. Oh, I live on Dr. Pepper. And my kid is hooked on it now, too. Sugar water. <laughs> I haven't uh, drank a soda in a long time. Oh, yeah. Well, you drink other things. You're, you realize That's how much right. your health would improve if you altered your imbibe. Only and... drank soda. <laughs> Only drank soda, yeah. <laughs> You'd probably lose weight. <clears throat> probably, yeah. That's probably... The, uh, that's probably definitely the vodka and orange juice that's really making the weight go on. That's probably why. the ribeyes. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think the, the meat the meat is not doing anything up for your weight gain. The, um, no? No. Well, Look at Steve. More. Look at Steve with his keto diet. He lost weight sticking to meat uh yeah. it's, it's the bread and the uh the bread it's the bread bread yeah yeah i think that's why soda and bread which is why i'm gaining weight so yeah it was uh they talked about they gave uh the beginning of the show gave a uh sort of rundown of the previous episodes where they talked about anomalies with radar and the gyroscope and the flying thing which i'm not sure i understand 100 percent they talked about the uh, the Coriolis effect, which I'm sh not sure there's anything to that. They say that there's no measurable curvature. Uh, so they, they, the, the shows are worth watching. You can rent them for, they're not expensive if you want to check it out. Yeah, and, 99 cents for the episode. Yeah. Or it's more like a buck 99 for the series or something. But it's 99. So you rent it or you buy it. Yeah, if you, if you buy it, it's a buck ninety nine. I bought it so I could download it so I could come back and look at it if I want to in the future. Uh, 
so they talk about well they went out to bear lake utah which has 18 miles stretch and so yeah. they were shooting lasers across the lake and you can if you're at, person's at one end of the lake 18 miles away you can see the laser light and they could see the reflection of the laser on the water so they're they're saying this is a demonstration the i think they were saying that the there should have been a what was it 175 feet curvature so the the earth should curve should if you're that's, between that's point at, four, 18 miles is only 6.3 feet Six point miles is yeah oh they're talking miles. they're they talking about that later. was yeah. that was uh lake michigan where it was the higher one yeah so yeah. the the early shows they were talking about um the the earth would like fall away and they would talk about the fall away from your current location and i think that was the wrong way to to view it and spent i spent a lot of time doing the calculations reinventing the wheel and it's interesting because you can go online and you can there's a there's calculator. a calculator on there it's pretty cool yeah well i had to do it the yeah. hard way <laughs> and use, so yeah use do it the, tools, you know, use my tools my my poor math tools oh there was something i was looking at oh my god yeah all right yeah i was doing i of course I have to look at some i had to do some simple math after looking at the show and i was botching it miserably i'm like what is wrong with me and then i had to like look up the formula um which i was getting wrong which i'd forgotten um so yeah they so there there's a hump between point a and point b and there, and you theoretically you should not be able to see the laser beam and i talked we talked about that previously there's the spread of the laser beam there's atmospheric effects I don't, and I spent a little time previously trying to sort of research on the internet, which has gotten really hard at finding information. Speaking of disinformation and misinformation, yeah. it's gotten a lot harder just to find information on the internet. Um, that uh, there's nobody that talks. I couldn't find an explanation why somebody, nobody can tell you why you can see a laser over such a great distance. I mean, they'll throw it out and they'll say, oh, it's just atmospheric refraction or reflection or things like that. And that's like, like that's not helpful. I mean, you need a good solid explanation. And they it's actually. A water it's a water droplets in the air, Bill. That's, that's one of the things they were saying on this. But the, the guys, we're going to get to that. With like the, what? <laughs> we're going to get, we're going to get to that. The, the guys. So they so they were doing that and they could see this laser across Bear Lake, Utah. And the next thing they were talking about was the uh, oh, the mirage on yeah, Lake, Michigan, Lake Michigan, which was awesome. Yeah. Where you could it was 60 miles across and the weather condition was just right that you could stand on the shore of Lake Michigan and you could see Chicago 60 miles away. You could see the buildings from Chicago. And um, then they, they, they spent some time talking about the difference between a mirage and, you know, it, they're playing semantics. It was sort of silly. And um, they saw Chicago, but it was like still not all the way down to the ground. It was like, it well, it still was, looked like. Well, it was a city and then there was a blue line. So on, yeah, as so as they, they as they came up with yeah. the boat, they they said as you got closer, you could see this haze, 
And they were saying that that line was like the haze that you were seeing from the through the that haze, that low, you know, two hundred foot or whatever haze. Seventy three feet is yeah. what it was supposed to be. The height of the ha- the, of the haze. Yeah, I mean, it didn't make it didn't valid. It, I didn't feel like it really validated their position. Yeah, a great deal. So honestly. yeah, it, it it there were some things they 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 the and those two guys with the. Um, Lake Michigan, they sort of proved their own point is that there was a weatherman that they showed some clips from and he was talking about the mirage. And then a lot of people complained to the weatherman that came back and and he talked to a scientist at some university. And that guy said the difference is that it was a loomer. And loomer is where the, the atmosphere is acting like a lens. And so the two guys that were that were filming this and doing this one of the guys got a um, one of those flat magnifying sheets from uh, Voldemort's, and he had a picture of the city of Chicago on one side of a table, and he had the the um, the sheet between it, and he had his iPhone, and he says as you slid the sh- the magnifying sheet across, you could duplicate the effect that he was they were seeing on the lake. So it's I mean it's obvious, and that's what this scientist was saying with the loomer. It's there is obviously a magnification effect happening over over the lake. They weren't making a really good point of why this is proof that the Earth is flat. No. I mean, the only thing that they demonstrate to me was that, and the guys actually did a better job than the scientists in, in demonstrating this effect using the flat Frenzel sheet versus the guy you know in his laboratory with his heavy duty uh, optical table and a magnifying glass and the thing painted on the wall. These guys did a better experiment than the, than the scientists. Yeah. Where they, he says, as you slid the, the sheet, you could actually see sort of that effect that they saw with the, 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 the skyscrapers would sink down and you would get a line like they were seeing when they were on the lake or across the lake from it. So they actually experimentally duplicated the effect. that it's not flat. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if they, you can't say one or the okay. other. You can't say one or the other. And what they could, the only thing that they've, you got you to gotta limit what your observations are going to tell you. Their observations demonstrated that what they were seeing was the effect of magnification from the atmosphere. It doesn't tell you, it doesn't tell you anything about the relationship between, um, the curvature of the earth, whether it's flat or not. But it was a, it was a great part of the story. The being able to see Chicago across the lake like that was fantastic. And the way that they demonstrated their demonstration that it was a a magnification effect was, was brilliant. It was beautiful. They did a great job, but I don't think that didn't tell me whether it was, it doesn't tell you that the earth is curved. All it does is tell you that or flat. Yeah. All it does is tell you that yeah. the there was a magnification effect, magnification effect happening on Lake Michigan, and why well, that back, ma- back to yeah, back to the lake though. I mean, you know, they did the laser on the lake. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it hit right five. There was five feet up. You can see the laser, yeah, across the lake. What do you think is the? What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know. I I've looked into that. I you could say yeah, it's a refraction, it's magnification or whatever. I do not have an explanation for what they're seeing. 
And right. I've, I have researched, I've tried to research online to get an understanding of that. And people just sort of throw out, oh, it's refraction and it's, it's this, that, and the other thing. I'm not getting good explanations for what's going on with that. And I'm not, don't have enough data because you need to know the power of the laser, the, disp the, the, I'm not an optical guy. I used to know a really good optical guy. And I bet you if I, he's at the NIH now, he's a big wig at the NIH guy. Um, yeah, I'm not going to contact him, but if I used, I used to work with this guy, if I still worked with him, I'd just go to him and say, Hey, tell me what's going on with this. And then he would just like go like that. Cause he just, he solved some optical problems for me when I was doing research and, uh, this stuff gets tricky. Um, in a smaller body of water, such as a lake, that's not an ocean. I mean, this was like 18 miles across or something. Now it's almost like a boat. It might be like a bowl of water. You know, at the top of the bowl of water, it's perfectly level. And it might be that if it's not the ocean, it's just flat. You know what I mean? It's not really, the curvature of the earth is curvature of the earth, but in a small body um, of water, like the lake would be a bowl. It may be just flat on top of that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue against that because it's like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm going, you know, that That's might, just, that, that might, that might to me as I was watching it. That might make sense. Uh, but here's a, here's another thing is, is the uh, earth and mass curve space. So I yeah. can, I can look at us, uh, my desk. I can look at a ruler. I can shoot a, a laser across. Oh, that might be the answer too. I can shoot a laser across my yard and it's going to look perfectly flat, but we're on a, we're on a surface. We're on a, where the space is curved. And, and I don't know enough about this. The, so my desk is not perfectly flat because of the earth and the curvature of the space by the mass of the earth. My desk will have a, a slight curvature to it. So you can't, I mean, you're tying in, you're tying, tying in optics, you're tying in um, curvature of space and things like that. So what's going on specifically with the laser on the, the surface of the lake? I don't know. I haven't seen a good explanation. And it's like, since people are so afraid of being uh, canceled by YouTube or edited by, by having their information Docking. suppressed, <laughs> suppressed by their speech being suppressed because of bad think. Um, yeah, we can't, we can't you consider can't, this. You can't come out and just come out and debunk it. Just tell me why the laser, yeah. what's going on, is, yeah. is all these factors. Uh, the, the guys were great that we're seeing the, the, the city from across the lake because they, came, they explained right. it very well and they demonstrated it. It's a magnification effect. I don't know how it ties in with, with the curvature of the earth. So the other guy, the other thing that was interesting, did you see the, the guy at Flat Earth Pizza in Carson City? That's near you. Oh, is it in Carson City? Carson I'm City. Carson City, well, yeah. I have to go over there. You should go up there. You should go up and, yeah, yeah, Nevada. Go up there and talk to the guy. And Ryan Walker, of uh, Flat Earth Pizza, Carson City. Let me interview know. Interview him. Interview him. Take, a, take your phone and do a, your yeah, mics. Got and, that little mechanisms that you've yeah. got. So he, he actually made a uh, mistake. He was saying that the last photo of the Earth, the, or the only photo that was taken of the Earth, was done by Apollo, the last Apollo 17 in 1972. And that's not true. 
and that's that you can verify it i have i have my book here which is if you give a moose a muffin oh it's the size of that actually i uh, when i was holy crap yeah this is this is a book on the moon 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 man's greatest moon. adventure and in here uh the back half is all blow up pictures of the uh apollo missions and does it show the earth in any of that book uh, 1968 yeah and that was born that's not that's just a piece of paper that's folded around a real globe it's really flat so that's this is the earliest picture of the earth and it was taken by i think borman in apollo 8 that was the one yeah, with low I've seen that level before level that yeah. went around the moon and then that was is the, it got stars around it no they're saying that look at the picture are there stars or is it just black they were saying that it's always just black always black. that's why it's one of the reasons they say it's fake because and then no this stars. is the this is the famous moonrise photo are there stars that's no. the earth rise but there's it, no stars there's no so stars is that there's no stars in that's space. weird i kind of agree um uh, if you they so i can go the stars out if i can go out in my yard and i can take my camera like this camera over here i take that camera and I can set it up to take a picture of the moon. And when I take a picture of the moon, there's no stars. Is and the, it because the the brightness of the moon, the brightness washes everything out. You can't you can't pick yeah. up. But if I take that, and I don't know if I take that, it. take Full it. Moon, I can't see anything tonight because it's raining for two days. But next so, time I'm, it's, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try to take a picture of the moon and see what and see if I get that. Yeah. So if I take, um, but if I take that picture and I really ramp up the um, contrast or something on it, I can get dots. But I don't know if that's noise in the sensor or stars. Since yeah. I, so I have to um, figure out yeah, if I want to do that. I have to figure out the difference between the two. So I have to take a picture of a. Um, what I need to do is compare side by side a picture with the lens cap on take a picture with the same settings and then take a picture of the moon and then compare them size side by side to see if the the dots right. correspond to the noise in the sensor and one will be if they're the one to one well, maybe uh it could be just noise if they're not one to one it could be stars but i could also play with some other conditions and see how it goes but so they did that so if the flatter earth pizza guy which you should go talk to since he's nearby, you should do an interview and get some pizza. I didn't realize that he was in Carson City. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to where he was. I just figured it was like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, go check him out. Go talk to the guy. Go talk to him. Interview him. I'm sure he'll talk to me. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great to hear hear what he's got to say. And ask him, say, you know, the, the, the ask him why he says this is the only picture. Well, we'll develop, a, we'll, you and I will develop a list of questions for him. Yeah. We can I do know it. you're good at that. Well, I don't need. Yeah. That. I don't need. We just talk to the guy and ask questions. I mean, you don't need. I don't know. Yeah. He needs to. He needs to um, state his thesis of what he thinks going on, and then we would ask our questions based on on his his says. statements. So you you say this is the last photo. I mean, he. Uh, so that's fine. And then the, uh, the and this is something that bothered me at the time when it came out that Earth two point picture that that they've that that guy at NASA put together, which was just irritating. 
when I saw the news when yeah. that came out and I saw this on the show. It's just irritating. Have you seen that before? Where that guy, yeah, Roger, yeah. Robert Simon, faked yeah. it or something? Yeah, they put it, NASA put that together or something for some reason. And I don't know why they were doing that. Uh, but now for the, now they have sent back pictures of the Earth, and it was announced with the Artemis mission. These these are the first Earthrise photos since 1972, which is irritating because I I guess we haven't sent probes. I guess other countries have sent China sent probes to the Moon and stuff, and probably took pictures of the Earth. But that's also one of these questions of why. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. It's I don't even know why the guy put together that fake. Um, Earth, unless it was it for him. definitely unusual, definitely unusual that he did that. Blue Marble 2.0, unless it was just, it's not like it was Google Earth or something, which is just, a, they put together satellite photos, but it's a tool. I don't know what they were doing with that. And then the Science Friday clip is missing, I guess. I didn't verify that. Black background, he says, put everything in a back, black background, but I don't believe that. And um, you're right. It could just be that you, that because of the way the photography works, that it just washes the brightness of the Earth. Since you're filming it from the Moon, may wash out the stars. Well, I see that. You'll see that when I you take know, a picture. You see that when you take a picture of the Moon. What do, What do the Artemis pictures do? Do they have the stars? There's no stars. They, There's no stars. The photography should be better. I just find it weird. The, <laughs> the the cameras yeah, it's the, only black the cameras on the apollo missions they're using uh i think medium format hasselblads excellent cameras so the and on high quality kodak kodak film uh, so the the original pictures from the missions were very good i think it's just a matter of camera setting based on the like i said i take a picture of the moon it just washes everything out and the pictures that if you're taking a picture of the moon or the the earth because of the settings on the camera you're just gonna you, you're not gonna see the stars orion has no orion's all black too it doesn't have any star points on it i haven't seen any of the earth pictures from orion yet i'm sure they're there somewhere they're, they were posting them they everywhere said, they were posting them they were out there and they're they're okay they're not great but they're okay I mean, they're the. Why they're... are they just okay? The technology is fucking awesome now. What? Um, I'm not sure. The pictures. Yeah. I mean, they were they were 1080p quality, I think, but they're not. Um, I mean, they weren't. Spe they're good cameras, but they're not uh, spectacular. It's in an iPhone up there. Yeah. It, right. Yeah. iPhones are good. Um. So other than that, atmospheric lensing. I actually think they talked about looming. So yeah, it was interesting. I like the uh, part about the the Chicago skyline and those guys' investigation of the magnification effect and the way they dealt with it and analyzed it was was uh, outstanding. I don't think that this has uh, filled me with um, optimism that the Earth is actually flat. Oh, they were also talking about the guy, no. the guy at. Um, Flat, flat earth pizza he was there he was talking about the the globe the picture of the earth the, and then they would show a picture of the sun on the earth and say this is this is um different they're not showing enough and they didn't really explain the difference between the two things that they were seeing and i mean that might be a question that if you get a chance to talk to the guy to ask him uh, to explain that difference that would be interesting 
And I think I think we're at an hour and we've talked enough of shocking stuff and probably upset everything shocking shocking and upset <laughs> the uh the uh, government at government well, censors at YouTube well you know what are you going to do bill what are you going to do again you, you got when you live in a um <laughs> what kind of society are we living <laughs> in right know, now i don't know not a fun one. Oh, god all right all right oh uh, thanks for Go, yes. go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, and 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 uh, you want to talk about the Gary Nolan thing next week, the interview. That... Yeah, I'll get a chance to finish. Yeah, that. finish that. That was a good, it's a good interview. Just check it out. We'll talk about it. And then, uh, what other we figure out for next week? Cool. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome questions, comments, and requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail dot com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website at alienprobe.net. This carries all of our episodes. Twitter and Instagram at Alien Probe Pod. Like and subscribe on YouTube at Alien Probe Podcast. Punch that in. You'll bring it right to the top. Thanks to our senior producer, Robert Anthony. The L.A. Robert Anthony now. Hollywood. And uh, once again, Dr. Bill, thank you. Okay. We will see you guys next week. We'll see you. Watch the skies. Watch the skies. <laughs>